To all our partners of Andrew Womack Ministries in Uganda, we thank you and appreciate you for the financial support you render to us to take the gospel as far and deep in the world. Truly because of you, the gospel reaches the whole body of Christ. We speak a blessing unto your lives and families and exceeding prosperity. The following program is sponsored by Andrew Womack Ministries and Caris Babu College. Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. We have a better covenant upon better promises, and we have a better relationship with God. All these things we strive for and work for and hope for and pray for, we already have those things because Jesus gave it all to us. And now, here's Andrew. Welcome to our broadcast of the Gospel Truth. Today I am continuing a series that I started over a week ago talking about spirit, soul, and body. That's the title that I gave this teaching. It's really about who you are in the spirit, your identity in Christ. But the thing that really changed my life, I understood I had a body. And I knew I had an inner person, a soul. A personality, but I didn't understand that I was a spirit being. And that when I got born again, my spirit was changed. So I've entitled this spirit, soul, and body because that's the thing that changed my life. We have study guides, we have DVDs. CDs. CD. We have an audio book. Where my wife read this book on audio. And it was really funny. She said she'd never do that again. And then we've got this little animated spirit, soul, and body. One of my partners over in Germany, he was listening to this and he's an animator. And so he just animated this and condensed. I think it's six hours or more worth of teaching in this series down to about a 25-minute presentation, and people love this. And uh, it's not just for kids. Kids enjoy the animation. But I mean, it really helps you. A picture is worth a thousand words. And it really illustrates the things that we're talking about. So we've got some great product on this. I started teaching on this last week. And I haven't got time to go back through all of that, but 
This to me is the foundation of everything that the Lord has ever taught me. I've said that it's like somebody sticking a key in my brain and just unlocking. Things. The Word of God literally came alive to me because of this teaching. So, to me, this is the most foundational, basic thing. That you could possibly learn, and everything else that the Lord showed me is built upon this foundation. I'm encouraging you to please get that teaching. Yesterday, I, man, I hadn't got time to go back through everything, but yesterday what I started doing was sharing that when you got born again, your spirit is created in righteousness and true holiness. Ephesians 4.24 As Jesus is, so are you in this world. 1 John 4.17 your spirit is identical to Jesus. It's literally the spirit of Christ that has been sent into your heart. Crying, Abba, Father. And so in your spirit, you're perfect. And since God is a spirit, John 4, 24. He sees you in the spirit. And he sees you perfect. His creation, he doesn't deal with you based on your physical performance. Now, don't misunderstand what I'm saying. I'm not saying he's not aware of your performance. He knows when you're getting into sin, when you've done something wrong. And he will reprove you so that you will quit doing that. And quit giving Satan an inroad and opportunity against you. But God accepts you, uses you, loves you based on who you are in the Spirit. And when you got born again, you were a brand new person, old things passed away, all things became new. And you are a totally perfect being in your spirit. Another way of saying this is that one third of your salvation is over. It's complete. 
Your spirit is as perfect right now as it will ever be in eternity. It doesn't have to when you die and go to be with the Lord. He's not going to have to wipe off your spirit from the corruption. It's not going to have to be dusted off, injected with more power. It's not going to all of a sudden grow up. Your spirit is as mature, as complete, as perfect as Jesus is. Because once again, it says, He that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit. So all of that happened when you got born again. But yesterday I started dealing with people say, well, all right, if that happened, when I got born again and in the spirit, I was this perfect being. And stuff. The problem is, I've sinned since then. And I used Ephesians chapter 1, verse 13, that says, Once you were uh, born again, that you were sealed. With the Holy Spirit, once you trusted in the Lord. And that's talking about that you were perfected. That your spirit is perfect and now it's encased by the Holy Spirit. And when you sin, that sin enters into your physical body. And it enters into your soulish, your mental, emotional part. And give Satan an opportunity against you in those areas. But your spirit does not get stained. Corrupted, it retains its holiness and righteousness. Some people would take things like that and say, well, then that's an excuse for me to go live in sin. Because my body is going to decay and be gone so I could go commit adultery. Live in sin or whatever and it's going to die, but my spirit is still perfect. Well, if you if that's the attitude that you have, first of all, I doubt that you were ever born again. Because the scripture says that when you get born again, 1 John chapter 3, verses 1 through 3. And verse 3 says, Every man that has this hope in him purifies himself even as he is pure. If you were truly born again, you aren't looking for an excuse to sin. You hate sin. 
and you were wanting to live for God. Your nature was changed. Now you don't do it perfectly and when you sin, well, knowing that your spirit wasn't contaminated by that sin, it doesn't free you to sin, but it frees you from sin. It frees you from the guilt and penalty. And it enables you to be able to break that sin. And to continue your relationship with the Lord. But if a person would take what I'm saying and say, man, this is great. My body and soul are going to be decayed and gone, but my spirit is perfect. So I can do anything in the flesh I want to. The first thing I'd say is that you aren't probably born again. Because if you were, you would want to purify yourself even as he is pure. So anybody who would use what I'm saying as an excuse to go live in sin, you are just your heart is evil. I don't think you were born again. And the second reason for living holy is Romans chapter 6, verse 16. And it says, Know ye not that to whom ye yield yourselves servants to obey, his servants ye are to whom ye obey, whether of sin unto death or of obedience unto righteousness. So even though you're born again and your spirit is sealed and perfected and it's not going to be contaminated by sin you open up a door to the devil you give Satan freedom at you. You give him a free shot to come and do whatever he wants to in your life. And Jesus made it clear in John chapter 10, verse 10, that the thief, talking about Satan, cometh not but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But that Jesus came to give us life and give it to us more abundantly. If you give Satan access to you through cooperating with him sinning, Satan is going to eat your lunch and pop the bag. You do not want to do that. So, even though your spirit retains its righteousness and holiness, 
Norecho ni wankubadenti omoyo asiga zobu tu kilivu nobu tukuvu. Say true Christian is not looking for an excuse to sin. Na yomu kiliza obomu kristayo omutufu abata nonyabia kwe kwa sayo kuonona. You are wanting to live holy. You don't do it perfectly but you are constantly seeking to overcome. Obabulika sera ononyo kutambulira mubutukirivu tochikola mubutukufu bwacho na yero bononya bulika sero kulabango wangula HB no buno bunafubona any failures weaknesses in your life buli bunafubona bwesanga obina mumulamubo and stuff like that anybody who would use this teaching as an excuse to go live in sin you ought to get born again Nebi ntubio na ebidi inga webitio. Norecho mtu ye nako esa esomoli nukulabanga we uchifula cheku wa sonu tamulile mchibi gwetuli mulokole. Let me share some verses with you out of Hebrews chapter 9. Norecho kangabane kona webia wandi kiwa ebidi mchitabo cha beburani ya muenda. I wish they had time to teach the whole book of Hebrews. I have a series. Norecho ngamanti singa kalebade nobu dobu kuyisa mchitabo chona china ya cha beburani ya na yenga ninama somo agadiri ngana kuchitabo chino. On highlights from Hebrews and it's powerful but Hebrews is one of the most powerful books Iranga nakujirayo ebinyusi ebyenja uno mitabo chino echa webulani ya nenyizo kugamambo chechimu kuchitabo echa amanyi nyo about you know us relating to God based on what Jesus did Iranga china ama guzima manji nyo engeli fujetukwata gana mune katonda and not what we do for Jesus it's a powerful book nga tusinzira kwecho Yesu kye yatukolera so nga tetwesiga makufe ate kitukolera Yesu kakubulie kitabo kya amanyi nyo and in chapter 9 he's contrasting the way sin was dealt with under the old covenant atenga musulene yomwenda ageregeranya okulaga engeje chibijo chakwatibwanga munda gane nkade and the way sin is dealt with under the new covenant Atenga akulagane ngeri ekibije chikwatibwa mundagane mpya and one of the major differences that he's making is that under the old covenant naye mukunsonge nkuru dalaza jira yo dalano ntimundagane nkade every time a person sinned buli mulundi omuntu ayenonanga they had to bring a sacrifice for their sin bali nango kuleta sadaka eyechibyecho and then once a year they had a day of atonement atenga mumwaka bali na omu where there was an offering made for the sins that people weren't even aware of. The sins that they didn't confess, the sins that they didn't deal with. And it was a, an a a sacrifice to cover all of the unconfessed and unknown sins. Norecho katisadakeyo yabanga yabibyebyo ebyali bimanyidwa nebyo ebali bitamanyidwa. In other words, every time there was sin and once a year just to cover all the things you missed, there was constant mubufunze ntisadakeyo yalinanga okubika ko bulichibicho nache bali bakozo kuita mu mwaka kati kino bachi tukolanga bulikasera nga chedilingana. A flowing of blood. There was an animal sacrifice every single day. But under the new covenant, there's only one sacrifice for sin. Major difference. And I'm going to get into this and read these verses, but let me just say, from the beginning that sad to say most Christians today are still living under the old covenant 
nti wolaba bintu byo nabe nabe nako okuva kuntandikwa na ye chana kunyo nti abakiriza basinga bachali munda gane nkadde way of atoning for sins they think that every time they sin that they Irengo cho chirabila kuungeri jeba wayo omutango gwe biba babakoze. Ero bobalo wazanti bulimunundi goyo nona. Either lose their salvation completely and have to get born again again. Obori yao bafiru wabuloko ziwa wenti katu wawino kudingana okuwayo bulamu wo kristo lukoke. Or they lose the benefits of their salvation. Ntioba ofiru wa evyo eviva mkubango kiliza kristo. God won't fellowship with them. Obori yao kristo tagena kudamu kubanga akola gana na wabata bagana na we. He won't have anything to do with them. Ntioba kati abata ina chinducho nachi ajakola gana na we. As long as they are living in sin. Kastababa ngabata ambulila mchibi. And that's not true. Your sins were dealt with once and for all. Look at this in Hebrews chapter 9. And he was talking about the Old Testament sacrifices. He says in verse 8 that all of these things signified the Holy Ghost, this signifying that the way into the holiest of all was not yet made manifest while as the first tabernacle was yet standing, which was a figure for the time then present in which were offered both gifts and sacrifices that could not make him that did the service perfect as pertaining to the conscience. Nti omoyo mutukuvu ategezanti inge kubo edituka mchifechi tukuvu wiliari inga tedina labisibwa ngewema eyolu beleberie echaimiri dewo ama kurugebio nti mchisera chino Geganonti, ebirabo era ne sadaka ebyawe bwanga yonga tebiyinza kutukuza mutima gwoyo asinza you know i just had a, a book out not long ago about kumanyina fulumya akatabo uh, banga sidene ngakogera who told you that you were naked and it's a study in the conscience and this is one of the major differences nga esomo elikwata kundowoza atenga wanokati wava enjawulo that under the old covenant you could not purge your conscience from dead works. But under the new covenant, Jesus has totally done that. So that as it says over here in Hebrews chapter 10 verse 2, we should have no more conscience of sin. Man, that is awesome. Most people choke on that. I'm not going to preach on that, but that is a powerful truth. In verse 10, he says, which stood only in meats and drinks and divers washings and carnal ordinances imposed on them until the time of reformation. That Christ being come a high priest of good things to come by a greater and more perfect tabernacle not made with hands. That is to, not to say of this building. In other words, 
the Old Testament tabernacle and temple were a figure of things that were true in heaven. But Jesus came and in his own body, which is called a tabernacle here, he offered his own body as a sacrifice for our sins. I'd like to ask you to pray about becoming a partner with us. You know, our ministry is based in the United States, but we have 16 offices around the world. We've got altogether around 70 Bible schools scattered around the world. So if you are looking for a good return on your investment, I believe that this is a good ministry. It'll touch you right where you are. And I encourage you to become a partner with us today and help us put the gospel out all around the world. Thank you for listening to the Gospel Truth Podcast in Luganda. Please subscribe to our channel and get notified of our new episodes. You can also check us out at awmuganda.net. You're blessed. Hi there, my name is Angela and I am a lawyer. When I came to Caris, I loved God. I was pursuing his things, but I didn't fully understand who he was. Caris has helped me understand my identity and my authority. Now I can step out in boldness and with power as a child of God. My name is Marvin. I'm a graphics designer. When I joined Caris Bible College, I was a drug addict. Four months down the road, having sat under the word, I was totally set free from all the addictions and the desires, and I am now entirely delivered. Be a part of those who testify. Enroll to Caris Bible College in this 2024 intake. Your life will be transformed, built into a leader ready to change the world. Apply online at karisuganda.net or visit us at Park Royal Mall, 6th floor, along Buganda Road, Kampala. For more inquiries, please call us on 0200-330-000. Join Caris Bible College. Join Caris Bible College. Come on to Caris. Caris Bible College, transforming lives, training leaders, and changing the world.